Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast. I am so excited for all these launch guests and because they are amazing people. And today I'm excited to bring you Jody Chafee, who is one of my good friends and is an amazing homeschool mom of four. And she also is a podcaster and you can hear her on the family culture movement every week. She's been doing this for a while and she's pretty amazing in how She's intentional in creating family culture in her home. So, Jody, you want to tell us a little bit more about you? Hey, Molly. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, like you mentioned, I've been homeschooling my kids from the beginning. I always wanted to homeschool. Um, so my oldest is 11, and my youngest is five. And we're very, we are very eclectic. <laughs> it's you know, we're very much into. Uh, leadership style education and mastery education and unschooling. Um, and so we just, it's very child-led, very passion-led. We just love to empower our kids, like whatever they are excited about. Even if I'm like, that is so trivial. What are they doing? I don't care because it proves to me that they have the capacity to focus on something and it's cultivating that ability to get into flow and to really get excited about those things. So that's why that's whatever it is that they're excited about. I'm just like, all right, get on that. That's awesome. You know? So I'm just like to be very supportive and, and try to mentor them to find more resources. Um, anyways. And then you mentioned that I have my podcast. I've been doing my podcast for over four years, the family culture movement. I got really obsessed with this idea of family culture because I started to recognize that some of the norms and narratives and beliefs and values that I grew up with, um, and my husband had grown up with were, how would say, um, not functional. <laughs> yeah. They were not serving me anymore. Um, I mean, not all of them. There are a lot of things that, that you know, we, we like to keep and stick around and traditions that we want to carry on and things like that. But there are a lot of traditions and norms and values and beliefs that I felt like I want to start creating intentionally with my family and and to to kind of change that narrative and that belief especially as it as it pertains to education and personal development and the kind of like social emotional intelligence of, of life and skill those kinds of skills that i was like yeah we didn't really grow up with those kinds of things or any kind of encouragement around that kind of stuff and uh, I began to, to recognize and notice that there are a lot of things systemically in our society and our culture that are dysfunctional. And, and I just wanted to create something where it was going to create awareness and create an opportunity for people to look at those, those norms and narratives and, and values and ask questions and to, get, and to ask themselves, does the status quo really serve me? And is it time for a change? So that's why I'm super excited about that, about that message, about podcasting, about families and, and helping families to be intentional. Absolutely. And I think you bring up a good point here because a lot of times we just do things because it's the way we've always done them. 
but also because we don't know any other way, really, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and you know, like I mentioned in another podcast that I used to yell at my kids to get them to do things, but it was because I didn't know another way. Right. Probably your mother yelled at you and her grandmother, her mother yelled at her and things like that. You know, there's that story that's like um, the the girl who gets married and she's preparing the roast. Have you ever heard that? You know, uh, yeah, where but it's like, in, in the oh, ham. I don't know. You know, <laughs> something along those lines where she's yes. cutting off the ends. Right. And she gets, she's, and his, her husband's like, why do you cut off the ends? I don't know. It's what my mom always did. And so she goes to her mom like, mom, why do you always cut off the ends of the ham? And she's like, I don't know. That's what my mother always did. So she goes to her grandmother. She's like, why do you cut off the ends? She goes, well, that was so it would fit in my pan. You know? So it's like, what? Why do we keep, why do we perpetuate? There are some of these things that we have to ask. Why are we perpetuating these, these norms when it's like, obviously, you know, when, when you do things like shout at your kids, you're like, oh my gosh, you sound like my mother. And you just want to like, like beat it out of yourself. Um, but you think it's like, well, why, why am I doing that? If I, you know, but because it's just so ingrained in us. So m most of us don't even realize that that things are, that, that is, that the behavior is there. And then when we recognize it, we don't think we can change or we can't. Yeah, we absolutely can. And that's the beautiful thing about going on a journey a building hero's journey because that's really what it's all about. It's all about learning and growing and finding new things that are, are going to serve us and not, you know, keep us feeling frustrated and stuck. And well, it yeah. takes a lot of, it takes risk. It takes risk to look at these norms and narratives and things, <clears throat> excuse me. It takes, um, stepping out into the dark and going, uh, well, stepping away from what you already know, right? Into something that's really unknown. Ultimately, like we stay in those behaviors because that's, what com that's what's comfortable. And then when we decide that we wanna change and we wanna try something else, it takes some level of risk. And you're like, well, I don't, I don't even know if that's gonna work. I don't even know if my kids are gonna listen to me if I choose not to shout at them, <laughs> you know? And yeah. so it, it's, it's really being willing to embrace that risk and take on that trial and error of trying something new. And then, yeah, you do go through an, an hero's journey, right, to, to figure those things out. But you're modeling that behavior for your kids and showing them that they have a choice and that they have the capacity to take risks and try new things that seem scary. Yeah, and for sure. And that's, that's really what we're trying to do with our kids is we want them prepared for life. We want them to know how to take the journey and not just stay stuck. And, and we want them to know what they're going to do or to know what to do when they do come across an obstacle or something. But I also think it's important what you said too, it is a risk. So what that means is, is it takes courage. It takes some faith that maybe things can change and, and faith in, in yourself and maybe faith in whatever you're trying. And maybe it's not gonna work, but that is part of the journey. Yeah. Well, and it takes that growth mindset, right? Like to recognize that, that these challenges are opportunities for growth. They are data. You know, one of the things that we, you know, uh, my, I, we have this affirmation list that when we do our affirmations, we repeat them and say, and one of them is, you know, my challenge uh, or my challenges help me learn about myself. 
and and what I'm capable of, you know, or what I what I want to learn to become capable of, and and that's that is the challenge is to have that kind of a growth mindset where you're teaching your children that growth is possible and that challenges are just opportunity for growth. They aren't they aren't roadblocks to 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 step back and go, oh yes, I'm smart. I'm just gonna as long as I stay on this side of the roadblock, <laughs> you know, it feels good up to a point. But as soon as you get faced with that challenge, um, you you're you're not gonna feel good until you've overcome that challenge. But man, it feels so much better. You feel so much more fulfillment when you overcome those challenges. Yeah, because sometimes the temptation is just to avoid the struggle or the challenge. And we just hope it's going to go away. Or to criticize when it's, you know, it doesn't look right or it's, it's something's going wrong. I think sometimes, you know, we want to encourage our kids to have that growth mindset or take on those challenges. But then we have this default setting that probably came from your histories, our own histories, right, of criticizing when things don't go right. And so I think it's, it's a challenge for us as parents to, um, rather than criticize, be encouraging when the kids are facing those challenges. Absolutely. And I think sometimes the go-to is complaining and blaming mm-hmm. as well, because we could say things to our kids like, well, that's the teacher's fault. Although that's not as good to do when you're a homeschool teacher. But- yeah. <laughs> but sometimes we do that too yeah yeah but internally maybe not to the kid but you know when when we are going on this journey and and trying to become the people we're meant to be and those challenges pop up it's so tempting just to say you know what this is too hard I'm going to avoid it hope it goes away or I'm going to complain about it because there's this big obstacle in the middle of my path or I'm going to blame someone else or I'm going to wish my circumstances were different or you know whatever or I'm going to you know if I'm the parent maybe I'm going to criticize the kid oh look look what you got yourself into (laughs) you know no it's just it is a really really good technique to see you know if our kids are struggling to help them see it more as a learning opportunity. Yeah. Well, there are different components uh, that I like to teach about of going on a journey. A cult- I call it my cultural journey. You, it's your hero's journey. And, you know, it is still here. It is both, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, first thing, the first thing first is to become aware of the norms and narratives and traditions and things that are coming with you into that journey. And to, to ask yourself, like, okay, what do I want to take with me? What do I want to leave behind? Becoming aware of that identity that you're bringing with you is crucial because there are things that, that are just extra baggage that you don't want to bring with you. And so it's, it's important that you analyze that and ask questions about it so that you can release those things and just leave them in the past, right? And so that's the first step. And then the second, the next step that I like to teach is being able to have a navigation strategy. Okay. So like when our kids are going through this hero's journey, we're going through a hero's journey. It's not just, we don't want it just be this willy nilly path, right? Mm-hmm. Even in any story that you read, like I, we love to talk about, I mean, some of, I love talking about like Lord of the Rings, for example, or, you know, it's like they had a destination, right? And so they knew there was a purpose to this journey and that there's a goal and objective. Like in the end, we know we've succeeded when we have arrived at blank spot 
And so you can have this vision or idea of what is the destination? What is the purpose of this journey? Because I think that a lot of times our kids, we want them to have purpose, but they don't catch that unless we we're, help them to, you know, we mentor them through that, right? And so it's, it's important to, to help teach them that it's important to have goals and it's important to have a big goal, not just little small, small, small goals, but really big goals that stretch you. And so that's part of the navigation strategy. It's also being able to visualize what that looks like. You know, so we actually do visualization exercises with our kids where it's like, okay, let's see, where are you going to be in five years from now? <laughs> you know, where are you going to be in two years from now? Where do you want to be uh, in 10 years from now? So just kind of like thinking about along that path of getting to that destination, where do you visualize yourself and how do you get there? And, oh, and let me yeah. jump in there too. You can even do this on a much shorter term too, because sometimes it's really hard for like a 11 year old to picture where they're going to be in 10 years from now. I mean, it's hard for me, yeah. but, but you know, you can even do like a 30 day thing, not yeah. where you're going to be, but you have this goal. What is that going to feel like? You know, what, yep. what is it going to look like? How's that going to affect your life? If you get this goal in just 30 days from now, yeah. You know? So yeah, yeah I love that. Narrow that in. Yeah. And then have being able to have in your toolbox of navigating what your core values are, you know, because a lot of times I think we come up against decisions and choices that it's like, okay, what do I do? And you're not going to know unless you have a, like a compass guiding you and that's your core values. You know, it's going to keep you centered on your true north you're gonna have answers to those problems because you can always fall back on what your core values are. And, and then deciding what are your policies around certain aspects of how to respond with those things, right? Like we as parents, we set up guidelines and rules with our kids because we want them to be safe and they need to be based on our values. So it's like, if we tell our kids, hey, I know your friends are smoking and drinking, but our family doesn't do that. And they're like, well, why? because I said so doesn't work. <laughs> okay. And you know, because if they aren't founded in the values and the core values that we have as, as families or our moral values or whatever it is, then we're not going to have a good answer for them or a good answer isn't going to whatever answer we try to give them isn't good enough. We need to be able to have those core values and then base and then create policies based around those to guide our kids and our families on a, on a journey. That, that we want, you know, want to help them towards, mentor them towards, right? And then the last component of a journey is, is like a vehicle needs maintenance, right? Our bodies, our families, our relationships, they need maintenance. And if you don't keep checking in on your journey and how it's going and, and checking in on the vehicle and how it's functioning, then you're going you're gonna to just fall apart. And so I talk about things like um, having consistent, meetings and ways to communicate with each other so that you're constantly checking in to seeing how your kids are doing on their journey, how you feel, how they feel like you're doing on their journey <laughs> as their mentor, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, you got to keep checking in with each other and having meetings, having opportunities to talk one-on-one -on -one and to discuss the vision that you have for each other, for, for their journey and checking in again with these navigation systems to make sure everything's functioning. And so that's an important component. Understanding leadership in your family is, is super important for maintaining that journey. Like keep checking in to see who's at the wheel. <laughs> okay. Your child should be at the wheel of their own journey, but as a family, right? Like parents, we want to be like, 
at the wheel of where our family culture is heading because sometimes it can get hijacked or somebody can scoot us out of that spot when they're like having a tantrum or you know things like that right but it's up to us as parents to step back into that role and be like hey i understand that you're having a really hard time right now let's fall back on our values and our policies about how we handle that and then realign ourselves with our vision and it's like oh okay all right it's not the end of the world because i'm having a tantrum uh, and then also uh, trust is an important component of maintaining that vehicle because it's the fuel. If you don't have trust, then you don't have any fuel. You're not going to get anywhere. If you know, you're trying to advise your children on how to handle their hero's journey and they're just like, whatever, mom, you don't even care about me, <laughs> then they're not going to listen to you. And so there are, way, there are really critical ways to establish trust that will help you to become that authority in your, in your child's life that they know that they can trust to guide them on their journey. And then finally, the, one, of the, one of the most important things that I talk about is having effective and constructive coping strategies. That when your vehicle does break down, because it will, you gotta be able to know how you're gonna spring back from that or give yourself grace before springing back so that when you do spring back, you can keep going again with, with full power. And having those strategies are so crucial because like with your family culture, your coping strategies are your, become your default family culture. It's, those are the things that you rely on when you, everything else breaks down and you're just like, well, I'm just going to fall back on what I know and what I, what I feel comfortable with. I'm going to start screaming at my kids again, because that's what's been comfortable for me all my life because I'm stressed. And when you're stressed, you're in scarcity, you're in fear, you're in fight or flight or freeze, right? And so you're just gonna do what feels most comfortable. But when you have constructive coping strategies, it's, those are skills that will allow you to spring back or calm down or get present or whatever it is that you need in order to keep moving and repair any damage or, or sit with any damage that needs to be sit with, <laughs> sat with. <laughs> Because sometimes that's the way we need to cope too is, you know, there are things that it's just not, there's no quick solution. Your child's in the hospital for a month. There's no quick solution to that, but you need to be able to have constructive coping strategies to give you grace to get through that so that, and the after, afterwards, you're able to spring back and not feel like, oh, I'm a whole month behind. I mean, hello, your child's in the hospital. It's stressful, but you're not, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, we're, we're not, we're not being able to teach our curriculum or, oh my gosh, I haven't exercised in a month or, oh my gosh. Okay. You got to be okay with that. Okay. So it's, it, those are things that you got to acknowledge. Like, yeah, we're not completely broken down. We're just sitting with this and that's okay. And then after it's over and you're able to get into this place of recovery, then we can spring back into it and start from where we're at. So those are the different components of, of what I call a culture journey. It's a hero's journey as well of like taking this risk. You've got to have a plan. You got to be able to have a map guide you and tools to guide you. And I think that those are the, to me, those are the important uh, tools to have in your toolbox to help you get through that. That's this crazy journey. <laughs> Yeah, I love that because it really is the same thing as a hero's journey. And I think sometimes, I mean, you brought up a good point about checking in. I think you're talking about the family culture vehicle, but it's kind of the same journey type thing for each individual as well. And I think sometimes as parents, we tend to uh, want to drive the car for our kids on their journeys. 
Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. seems like it would be easier, but I don't know if it's creating the kind of kid who has the skills and tools and knowledge and vision of where they're going to. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved how you laid that all out and you have that fantastic roadmap because it just makes it stick in your brain better. So you're like, you can compare it to your life and, and maybe you just look at your life right now and say, you know, if I am on a journey, what is it that would help me yeah. keep going? And, and what am I lacking and, and what am I doing well? And, yeah. and, you know, just looking at that. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's possible. It's, you know, I think sometimes we, you know, we look at our lives and our situation, we're just like, uh, <laughs> I don't like anything about my life. <laughs> um, but you know, with, with the right tools and possibly, you know, if you need any guidance or help, it's available too. You just got to look, know where to find it. And it's right here with me or with Molly, you know, it's, the, there are resources available to help to set you on, on track on your journey. For sure. And I, I love that because I think sometimes we just think, well, if I just keep powering through, I'm going to get through this. And that's not really all it takes. It's not just willpower and hard work. I think sometimes we just need a little bit of information that can click in our brains, especially yeah. when we can't see how yeah. possibly going to get around, but there's always hope and there's always ways around. Well, thank you so much for joining me as one of my podcast launch guests. And the nice thing about that means that we get to hear from Jody again. So <laughs> she'll be on a regular length podcast in the future. Thank you so much for having me, Molly. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.